Um, we will go on then to our final monitoring item, which is an update on the Arlington Facilities and Student Accommodation Plan, also known as the AFSAP, and the 2019-2028 Capital Improvement Plan Framework. Um, Ms. Dr. Murphy? We can Ms. go Stengel. right to we'll Ms. We'll go Stengel. right to Ms. Stengel, thank you. Thanks, um, so what I wanna do is share some information. We have um, produced an AFSAP that includes enrollment trends and pro projected capacity needs, Last year when we adopted the options and transfer policy, we also um, added what is called an annual update that actually tells us to, to look at how we balance enrollment for the coming year. And we've started to pull together the framework for the CIP that you'll um, hear more about at the next two school board meetings. I wanted to give some context. This year we hit our highest level of enrollment ever. In um, October we hit 27,000 students. This shows enrollment every year on September 30th. And this is what um, our student populations look like by grade. As you look at the gray bars, those are our current, uh, our most recent graduating classes, which you'll see most of them are below, you know, below 1,600 students. As you look um, at our current students in the blue, the kindergarten through grade 12 students, what you see is those bigger classes coming through, you know, up around the 21, 2200 level. And as we look out and we projected our, you know, incoming kindergarten students over the next several years, we're seeing, you know, sort of a, a consistent level of students coming in through our school system. This is what we've been preparing for as you've um, made decisions to add new schools and make program moves and boundary changes. We're trying to plan for this growth that's coming through our system and right now is really in our middle schools and getting ready to move into high school. We, um, as part of this process, we took a look at the projections again. And in this slide, what you see is in blue, you see our enrollment as of September 30th this year. This is at the elementary level. And the blue bars at the top, or the, the green are our projections over the next 10 years, again, for the elementary level. And this includes the pre-K through grade five. Um, along with that, we have the blue bars at the top, which show actually the number of elementary seats we have to meet the capacity demands. And what you'll notice is this year we're, we have um, 993 students that are being served in our schools, but this is where we are using our relocatables and other things, you know, how we re reuse the rooms in our buildings to support all students. Next year, we're gonna get another, more than 300 more students at our elementary level. And so we're trying to get ahead of that and plan for the growth to make sure that we're ready for um, those students as they come in. When we open the new school at Fleet in 20, 2019, we're actually gonna be in better shape. We won't, you know, we'll still have a lot of students that um, are not accommodated by permanent capacity at our current um, class size levels, but we'll be in a much better position. And then as we add Reed in 2021, we'll again be in better shape. Um, so this, and the, what you're seeing there for the seats are, are planned projects that are in the current CIP. This is a similar chart for middle school growth. And as we know this year, we've got a lot of um, students at uh, both um, Swanson Middle School and Williamsburg Middle School in the trailers, in the relocatables. When those, when, when that was seen several years ago, Mr. Chadwick's office and the schools worked together to actually put all those on site so they don't need additional trailers, just relocatables this summer in order to prepare for it. They're there now, but um, they are gonna see more growth next year. And when Stratford opens, we're gonna see actually a lot of relief as we um, balance those boundaries in 2019 and we just went through that boundary process. But as you look on out, we continue to grow in middle school. 
And then this is high school. As we, um, you know, last year you made several decisions about high school. There's been a lot of um, work to make sure that we have seats to meet de the demand. The internal modifications at each of the high schools has actually um, been, been really smart growth about using spaces more effectively, using our classrooms and creating teacher workspaces so that um, we're moving along. So we're actually in a good place with um, our high school seats. But you can see is again the plan capacity actually is um, ahead of the projections and we did see this year that our projections are not as strong as we saw last year for high school we actually have a little bit of a breather room that may give us some wiggle room as we begin to think about timing for some of the projects that are coming online so i want to move now to the annual update you know the options and transfer policy asked us to look at how we help balance enrollment across our schools so we've made some program moves to help um, free up space. We know Science Focus was very worried about um, the growth that's going to happen as Key is no longer sharing the boundaries and students have to apply for Key through the lottery. So we worked with the principal and we've moved the BPI program from Science Focus to Barrett where there's room. And we've moved some of the Montessori programs. Um, McKinley actually had their Montessori program at Reed. It was a standalone class that as the children's school moved out, didn't make sense to stand alone. And the work that was done by the Montessori group last year also recommended that try and not keep those classes alone in a school. And so we've paired it at Discovery with another Montessori pre-K class. And the Campbell <coughs> class, we moved to Hoffman Boston again with some other classes. Um, and then the other thing that we've done with this is with our elementary option schools. We've tried to see at our options how they play a role in this process. And we've been talking with our schools to um, make sure that you know, they're, they're part of man helping manage that 300 student growth next year. So we've added a kindergarten class for five total kindergarten classes at ATS next year. We're going to add an additional kindergarten class at Campbell for four total kindergarten classes. We're going to maintain those two, two uh, the six kindergarten classes at the two immersion schools. Parents are really concerned as they're applying through the options, there's not going to be space. And we do want to try and help through this transition as we're for the first time getting these um, applications centrally to make sure that we can provide as many spaces as we can. We don't know right now if it's going to fill up and we'll, we'll reassess that when we get there. We're being cautious on Montessori. We want to be able to, to take as many, peop as many um, families as want it. We're also trying to be cautious because we know next year they're, they're going to be sharing a building with the Drew program as we have two principals and we heard earlier tonight um, the principal for the neighborhood school was appointed. And then they're moving also to Henry in 2019 and we'll be using the career, you know, on the career center site as the career centers begin to go through some changes. So we want to be cautious, but we also want to try and accommodate as many families who want to participate. So we're waiting to, again to see the applications there. Um, we've um, accommodated some middle school transfers to help again with the um, balance some of the capacity where we can and we use sort of an average rate across schools to determine what levels we'd have. I think the key idea here is with all of these changes, this is a more short term change. We will reassess this and in 2019 we expect to have different schools offering transfers. We know that in our boundary policy, the boundary changes, Williamsburg will have more space than some of our other schools. and so it's likely that some of this could shift on, on where we can accept students. Right now, Williamsburg is so far over capacity, they can't accept transfers. And with high schools, we're still taking transfers to Wakefield and Yorktown, but we're seeing some balancing across the high schools. 
Um, we're continuing this. I, I put this in here. I'm not going to read through it, but these are the existing CIP projects that start the conversation on the CIP framework for this year. And what, these are the ones that actually will be returning and that we're beginning to discuss. We've held two meetings in the last um, probably two weeks with the FAC members. Uh, we invited them to come out and begin to dig into this information and work through it with us. You know, we need to commit through to finishing the Reed project. As we're looking at elementary growth, you know, we're trying to determine do we still need it in 2025 or is there a little bit of room as we're looking at our um, bonding capacity and when we need those seats. Middle schools, I think actually int it's interesting as we've worked with them, they feel that the middle school is, is more of a need than, than we probably thought. We were thinking that we could manage it, but they've been watching this for a long time. So we may come in with a couple of different options there. And then the high school seats, you know, we're getting some, we made a decision last year, the board did to open the education center in 2021 to relieve that capacity that we saw that was so strong, the growth that we expected. What we're seeing now is a little bit less than what we saw um, last year. So one of the things that's interesting here is the thinking about how you open the Ed Center. If you could open it to relieve some of the capacity issues in high school and maybe give a little bit more time or you know, use it for swing space for high school for a few years and maybe something else for a couple years later. You know, how do we make the use of this space while allowing our other projects to really um, go forward as we hope they do? So our next steps are to come back to you on the 22nd with um, the proposed CIP framework, and that will actually reflect the work we're doing with FAC now. We plan to actually come with some different options on you know, things that we can actually combine and sort of say if we chose this, here are what we think would be the pros and the cons of it, and addressing again where we see the growth. Um, we'll, and then we'll, the school board will act on that on April 5th. We'll then come back in May and we'll couple that information on where we need seats with um, the budget from um, Ms. Peterson's office and then with um, the costs that Mr. Chadwick's office is gathering right now. And you already have had these um, other dates are in your um, budget calendar and so these are what we're working towards. Mm -hmm. 